Welcome to the Coleman's Podcast. Today we are chatting to the legendary Tyrone footballer, Sean Kavanagh. This is one you don't want to miss. Sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Hi Sean, welcome to the Coleman's Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on today. My name is Carl, this is Michal, Dara, Billy, Sean and Ron. We're all PGA fans and we can't wait to talk to you. Thank you. Our first question for you is, how did you get into playing sport? Uh, was football always your main sport or did you ever play any other Sports in your own. Yeah, believe it or not, yeah, I uh, I, I kind of played other sports more so than, than than football growing up. You know, I was uh I probably soccer probably would have been the first one I would have played, and then I kind of I had an older brother who was massive into basketball. Would have played a lot of basketball. Um, but yeah, my 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 dad and my granddad and all was all part of the 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 Moy club here in Tyrone, and it's it's a big football club, so. Yeah, it, it was kind of a given that whenever uh, I got to a certain age, I just had to go and go and play the football. But yeah, I played uh, I played soccer uh, at a local club here. Like I played again Man United uh, at under under fourteen level for a local club, and I played basketball for for Ulster and, and, and Ireland as well. So yeah, I kind of played other sports, and and then as I got like fourteen or fifteen, then I I jumped into the football uh, full rip, and yeah, lucky enough was 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 what I achieved with it. You were a busy man, so. Ah, still am. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I'm Michal. Um, with three other medals, five awards, and the Footballer of the Year award, you, you are quite a G expert. What is your opinion on the modern football game and current style of football? Do you think there's been much change in the game since you retired from the college football? Uh, again, there's always a change in the game. Now, I, I retired from inter-county football. 2017 was the last year I, I captained Tyrone. And um, yeah, I, I suppose at that point, uh, the level of training and whatnot was was probably as, as much as I believe you could have done. We were we were training three or four nights a week and you're in the gym a couple of nights or a couple of nights a week. And then you obviously had your game at the weekend. So it more or less is professional uh, and, and, and everything except for getting paid. But yeah, the the style of football probably not great at the minute. It's it's just I think the game's going through a bit of a phase where possession is is kind of the most important thing for a lot of managers and managers are are playing a very cautious approach. Um, I actually felt last year in the final the likes of the likes of Dublin, um, went fairly attacking of themselves. They started with a very attacking team and and they got the they got the rewards. They won the All Ireland from it. So. I think I'm sort of hoping that this year the game will start moving a little bit quicker again. There'll maybe more teams will be a bit more adventurous and play with more attackers, and and we might start seeing a bit of uh, a bit more fast moving football with more contests because I think it's been a little bit a little bit hard to watch with all the sort of the everything focusing around sort of slow being slow and keeping possession rather than trying to move the ball on a little bit quicker so who knows the the crook park guys might actually bring in a couple of rules i know i play basketball and you know you only have the likes of 10 seconds to get there or eight seconds to get the ball into the front half of the court and then you can't go back whenever you're in the front half of the court and so there's things like that in other sports i feel that the ga guys could maybe bring into to football that might actually speed up the game and, and, and get us to the point where teams are having to use possession a little bit quicker because yeah at times it can be can be can be a slow enough watch and, and 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 supporters are paying a lot of money to watch it as well so hopefully we'll 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 get to the point the game will speed up soon enough. Thank you. Hi Sean, I'm there. What is your opinion on the introduction of black card in GA? 
<laughs> Nothing to do with me, by the way, there. <laughs> uh, look, I, I actually, ironically, I, I, I was a huge supporter of the of the idea of a black card. I know a lot of people attribute myself pulling down Conor McManus to 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 the the point where it come in, but I, I a lot of these are maybe a, a fair bit younger the, to understand. But um, whenever I was a, a young lad, and and we, whenever we were winning all Ireland's in the two thousands. Um, I probably was a very attacking type of a player, and and I spent a lot of the time sort of like running past guys and getting pulled down myself, and that's probably where I learned it from. But uh, at, at the at the same time, I think I think the black card and the idea of a black card is a good thing. Where it, it, it like anything, anyone who's going to stop someone deliberately and cynically needs to be punished. Um, so I, I do like the idea of, the idea of it. I suppose the the difficulty part of it is. Is, is maybe the referee of it, and sometimes referees take uh, rules into their own hands and can can, can be quite con- controversial with it. But yeah, I, I, anything that's going to promote the game going faster and and be more exciting, I think is a good thing. And and obviously not being able to stop it deliberately um, can only be a good thing. Uh, hi Sean, I'm Billy Treasure. Independent football career, you work alongside some very inspirational people. What was it like then, Mickey? Uh yeah, Mickey. Mickey was a Mickey was a great manager. In fairness, like look, Mickey's a winner. He's one of these guys. You come across different, different, different types of managers. Mickey, Mickey wasn't a manager. It really was your friend, or wasn't uh, like he, he he would never even like. I think I've only spoken to him maybe once in seven years at this point since I retired. So he he was never overly close or personal with his players, but. At the same time, he, he had a, a very sort of single-tracked winning mentality and, and mind. And that's why Derry have brought him in, I believe, this year, because they they know they're very close and, and they're sort of hoping that his sort of single-tracked mind around winning will probably try and push him over the line. Uh, I hope they don't. Um, and I hope he doesn't push them over the line because he'll be raging as a throne man. But at the, at the same time, that that's the type of guy he is. Um, he inherited with ourselves. He inherited a really, really good throne team. We had we had like we had won Division One in the National League in 2002 and we'd won a lot of minor and under-21 um, championships in, in, in around the early 2000s and late 90s. So he took on a, an amazing throne team and he helped us sort of get over the line in 2003 where we, where we won a first All-Ireland for, for the county and then we won a couple more after that. Um, so, yeah, that that sort of winning mentality. I know these are all Cork lads. Like that sort of Roy Keane sort of mentality of, of sort of like win win at all costs and, and, and don't make a fuss about it. That's the type of game Mickey Hart was and, and he kind of, he brought that to us at a time where we had a real good team in throne. So, uh, yeah, I hope he's lost it ever since, but yeah, he certainly helped us win a few all Ireland's in the 2000s for sure. Uh, hi, I'm Sean. What was it like to play alongside your brother for Tyrone? Was there ever any competition between the two of you? <laughs> all, the, all there was is competition, man, to be honest. Like, yeah, look, myself and, and Colm, uh, from when we were kids, you mentioned playing all their sports, like, you know, we had a the sort of local like snooker hall was opposite our house so like we would have played like snooker against one another and like broken cues uh when when we lost uh we would have played basketball at the front of our house and broken basketballs and fired them over walls whenever somebody lost 
we would have played the PlayStation or Xbox and fired controllers at each other. And uh, yeah, Gaelic football was just just another part of that. We 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 myself and Colin were sort of ferocious competitors, and okay, it was it was really nice to get to obviously play together. And we played together for maybe four or five, maybe six years, where we were like a lot of the time midfield together, number eight and nine, and that that that's definitely special to have your brother beside you and. Family's obviously a huge, huge part of life. So yeah, look, there's, there always was that that competition, and still is that competition. We still are every now and again going for runs and playing squash, or or even I was playing playing for the club there last year as well, and he's still playing for the club. So yeah, you never lose that rivalry. It's I think it's I think it's in you. So we've we've been competing since we're kids, and there's been plenty of uh, blood, sweat, and, and and tears along the way. And and look, it is it is nice to be able to share the moments together, playing for Tyrone and and playing for the Moy, obviously together. Um, but yeah, I can reassure you, and hopefully, if we're still around in twenty or thirty years' time, we'll still be competing with one another at something. Hi, Sean. I'm Robin. It must have been an amazing feeling to represent in football. What was your favorite moment in a Toronto Um, I'd say the the most obvious one, and it probably was the the favorite favorite one for myself as well. And in, in two thousand eight, look, I, I I we were kind of underdogs going into the final. We were playing Kerry. Um, Kerry had a lot of a lot of real top class sort of players at that point in time, and 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 we we had a bit of a rocky sort of route to the final. Had a lot of sort of new players that year but uh yeah look I, I i managed to manage to kick five points from play in the final and, and and win man of the match and i just had one of those games to be honest where everything kind of just come very easy for me and so there's there's plenty of days where where things are difficult and, and you wonder why they're not working but on on that day and they all are in final against sort of everyone uh, i imagine users cork lads would love to see Kerry beaten as well and everything everyone up here in tyrone we we, we always love to see Kerry beaten so uh yeah been able to been able to beat Kerry in the biggest stage and then for myself personally to win man of the match um i also won football of the year that year was as yeah, is probably the high point of of my football career and and then a few weeks after that, actually, then I I went on and um I was representing Ireland in the national rules across in, in Australia and I captained that team. Uh, I actually shared a room with a Corkman, a lad a fella called Graham Canty, a, a great player. So myself and Graham shared a room in that trip, and uh, he was vice captain and I was captain, and and we managed to beat the Australian Australians down in Australia. So. That sort of three or four weeks and around sort of September, October 2008 was probably the the sort of pinnacle of of, of my achievements, captaining the country and then winning the All Ireland with Tyrone and 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 winning man of the match in the in the, in the process. Sorry, uh, as a Tyrone footballer, Sean, you also played some other legendary teams. Who do you think was your most challenging opponent overall? Um. It's a tricky one. Like it, it is. It's uh like I, 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 I think Kerry was Kerry was always there. As in, you know, we 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 kind of we had we had rivalries with with local teams. The likes of the Armas were beside us here. Um, Donegal, Jim McGuinness kind of had a few years with Donegal. They were quite tricky to play against. But, um, yeah, like. Uh, from the beginning to my end of, end of a career, there always was a sort of Tyrone and Kerry thing. Um, we beat them in 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 two thousand three semi final and beat them quite convincingly, and they didn't really like it. We beat them in the in the final of 05 and they didn't really like it. And then we beat them in the final of 08 and they didn't really like it. And there always was that sort of uh 
I was was that rivalry between Throne and Kerry, and then look, Kerry had some amazing players, and I know I'm, I'm actually down in Tralee doing a doing a commentary, and and Kerry and Derry and Saturday night now this Saturday night in the National League with with Colin Cooper, but you know, the likes of the Gooch was was a phenomenal player, and 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 Kerry always, um, even you look at David Clifford now, you you kind of look at. Kerry seemed to produce the, some of the best players in the country and always have done. Um, so the likes of Colin Cooper, uh, the likes of there's a guy called Seamus Moynan who was a really good ball back whenever I was on a young coming onto the scene as well. Um, Darrow Shea was a phenomenal midfielder I played against as well. So anywhere you looked across a, a Kerry team, you always had quality. And, and Kerry as a county, we always uh, had that bit of a rivalry. So sort of the, the Throne-Kerry thing was, was a real real life thing. So, yeah, Kerry. <laughs> the Fraser Thompson are Hockville. Would you like to see him continue or a job as Hockville? Sorry, I lost the start of that. Did shout again there? The Fraser Champions are Hockville. Would you like to see him continue or a job as Um... Yeah, like uh, being honest with you, like the, the sitting on a, a Sunday game panel, the 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 only the only interest in provincial championship probably is Ulster, and I know I have a pass in that, but yeah, it, it's not that exciting seeing seeing Cork beat Waterford by twenty four points or or Kerry beat Clare by ten points. Uh, yeah, I I I, I do think something needs to change. I, I do think there needs to be more competitive games. I do think there needs to be a little bit more excitement about. Uh, the big championship games. I think we've lost a little bit of that sort of buzz. Um, I know everyone. I used to learn learn this as you get older. You always, everyone always looks back at the at the sort of older days to uh, in a more fond memory. And and um, even though the football quality wasn't good 10, 20, 30 years ago, um, it, there was a real sense of occasion because there was like a knockout um game where maybe Throne were playing Cork and it was an it is a winner take all scenario and used to have these brilliant occasions where everyone would have gone to the game because you knew somebody was kind of going home and and their season was over. And I think nowadays we have too many. I think the, the expression comfort blanket, we used it for most of the summer last year where, you know, teams were losing games, but everyone was going, oh, hey, well, sure, look, they're going to have another chance. They're going to have another chance. I think I think we've lost a little bit of that sort of sense of occasion in the game. And, and I think the provincial championships is part of that. I think there's too many games where we already know who's going to win. Um, So, yeah, I would like to see some level of change where there's a little bit more sort of, competition in it and, and there's a little bit more feeling that somebody's going to lose here and have to go home and, and their season's going to end early so fingers crossed though the, the guys in Croke Park will, will eventually come to their senses and try and fix that one as well Over the years did you ever experience any sports injuries and do you have any advice for staying well physically while playing the game? Yeah, that's I'm, I'm like a a walking sort of machine of that many that many steel parts in me. Yeah, I uh I had to get my right ankle reconstructed. I've I've kind of steel pins in it. Uh, I've got I've got pins in in both my shoulders where I, I ripped off my sort of major tens in my shoulders. Um and yeah, I've had I've had a number of sort of knee surgeries in as well and a number of concussions and things as well. So yeah, I've I've been through the wars and I suppose that's part and parcel playing a lot of playing a lot of sport and top level top level games but uh every night uh I would sit down and do like a I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it yoga I kind of go through about like 15 or 20 minutes of, of just stretching laying in front of, of Netflix or whatever every night so yeah stretching 
I feel anyway has has definitely given me an opportunity to to kind of play longer in in, in my career. And if I if had a if I was going back to do it all again to, as a seventeen year old getting to pull on a throne jersey, I think I'd recommend someone just to to take fifteen minutes every night and do a little bit of stretching and and just work on all the sort of key key tight parts of your body because yeah, ordinarily injuries come from something maybe being tight or or not being not being flexible enough. So if you can improve your flexibility is definitely going to help you stay injury free has your day to day life changed much in Chicago what has it been like to go from playing games now analyzing them on RP um yeah, look, it's it's actually quite a nice thing, I think, because whenever I was playing, I never got to appreciate anyone, any any other county. I was always quite single single minded around Tyrone, but yeah, um, I, I'm able now to kind of appreciate the the good players and and the good work being done with a lot of other counties and 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 the good players that are out there. So yeah, I've I've kind of enjoyed that and. Uh, it keeps me involved. Uh, it'd be far worse if I, if I hadn't got an opportunity to just kind of still go to games and, and enjoy because uh, deep down I'm, I'm a sports person and I kind of love I love the game. So yeah, I'm heading down to Tralee on Saturday night to watch Kerry and Derry. I'm not not sure who will want to win. I hope apparently both teams lose and maybe go down and see a fight or something. But uh, yeah, look, uh, I, I I enjoy I and I, I enjoy being part of the occasion and I still enjoy the game. So yeah, it's it hasn't been too bad. I just just have to take a little bit of grief every now and again from 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 people like Corkman whenever I say they're not so good. You continue to play with your club with my after after retirement and up until this year. How did how did winning a club all around the mind twenty eighteen compared to winning all around the titles with Ah, it was amazing to be honest. Uh, even though it was on a sort of cold, uh, Saturday night and and in, in in the middle of February, um, and there was only like nine thousand people maybe in Croke Park that evening. It, it was uh, it was incredibly special. Like, like the the older you get as well, the more you kind of realize that you know you asked me at the very start there why I got into the game. I got into the game because of my dad and and my granddad were all sort of club men with for the Moy so. Being able then to go and, and be in Croke Park and walk the, the Hogan Stan steps with the Moy jersey on me probably meant as much much to me as 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 walking the steps with the throne jersey, even though it's not as glamorous and, and pretty. It it just it has a real sort of deep meaning to it. So yeah. That was it was phenomenal. And yeah, I've tried to retire two or three times ever since and I keep on going back and that's because I love it so much. You kids of your own now, would you like to see them follow in their sport and footsteps? Uh yeah, if they could stay away from YouTube every now and again, they might they might have a chance to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I have two two girls now. The girls, uh, the girls are a little bit older, and and they're they're kind of into Irish dancing, and music, and and swimming, and they play a little bit of football. But uh, yeah, they're kind of the Irish dancing probably takes up four or five days of their week. Uh, I've I've two two young sons now as well. Uh, Sean's six and and Larkin's three. Um, they're a little bit young, probably to totally get it, but yeah, I've I've certainly, I've certainly been hitting them, hitting them towards. Uh, Sean plays. He start playing the football with the club, and he plays a little bit of soccer, and he plays a little bit of basketball as well. So I'm trying to put him on the similar footsteps. Uh, but look, I I, I don't think, I don't think anyone will know uh, until they're older whether they'll. Uh, they'll be half as mad as her dad in terms of going to the extremes that I did to try and uh, achieve um achieve stuff in sport but like as long as they're enjoying it I suppose the the the, the most important thing for me was that I, I loved every minute that I got to play a sport and loved every minute I got to got to compete so 
if there's a little bit of that in them somewhere along the line, I'll, I'll certainly enjoy watching them do it as well. Uh, as Darren mentioned earlier, since retiring, you've had a key role in analyzing the games in RT. Like, would you ever see yourself going into any management? Yeah, well, like I've 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 done player manager for the club now for uh yeah I kind of done it for two years, and then took a break off a year off, and then went back last year as well. So I I have dabbled a little bit, and 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 yeah, I kind of have have a few opportunities to go in at at even Tyrone at like underage levels and things. Um, I'm just very busy probably at the minute with the RTE stuff and with of a of a of a fairly big accountancy practice here as well. So um. Yeah, uh, four kids, RT, currency practice, still playing sport myself. It's probably difficult to try and manage it all, but I, I would never say never. I'm just not sure whether my wife would, would totally agree. I think she'd, she'd probably try and divorce me if I, if, if I mentioned it at the minute, but uh, I would never say never. I, I love it that much. Um, You just never know whenever, if and when the opportunity was right. It, it might be something that I, that I turned my hand to, but... Uh, yeah, right now I'm just trying to get through day, day, day by day and, and, and try and try and try and uh, yeah, try and do everything I need to do. Would you have any other interests outside of sport? Have I any other interests? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, um, I suppose my, my career here as as an accountant, I, I we we fifty people working for us. I, I'm I'm over and back to England a lot of the time with it. I kind of love I love business. Um, uh, I love traveling as well. I've sort of traveled the world. Uh, um, I've I've been to yeah, I've been to most most sort of major countries across the world. Um, and yeah, look, uh, sport sport probably is the is the thing that, that I I've done that many different facets of. As I mentioned earlier, the snooker. I'm a pretty good snooker player. Uh, I I kind of follow. I'm a mad Man United supporter. Supporter. I go across the Old Trafford five or six times a year. Um, I follow a lot of basketball as well. Uh, so yeah, sport's probably the main one, and all the different types of sports. But yeah, like I said, that I I do a lot of work and I do a lot of business and I do a lot of other things as well. So. I'm always, I'm always busy. As you were an accountant, have you any top tips for students when it comes to finance? Um, yeah, look, I suppose the the main thing with an an accountant or an, an finance is, is is just that word, and you'll you'll have heard it a million times over. It's just it's just discipline. It's about understanding the like money and finances. It's typically just money in and money out. It's the same. You get a hundred quid on, on a Friday, and whether you whether you whether you spend all that hundred quid by Saturday, it's everything in accountancy is exactly the same. It's just money into the bank and money out of the bank, and it's having the discipline to know when and how and why you might spend that and and what you might invest it in and what it might become if you do invest it. So yeah, it's it's understanding and and discipline, and that's the same in most things in life. If you understand what you can do with it. And understand your sort of marry that in with your sort of future goals. You'll you'll always be able to manage things okay. It's whenever people kind of duck their head in the sand and, and and maybe try and ignore things. That's where it gets difficult. And uh, yeah, I see that the same on a football field as I do with a, a multi million pound business. So yeah, discipline. <clears throat> uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been fantastic speaking to you. One last question: uh, Who do you think will win John Herb this year? And there's many words to listen for Cork football. <laughs> Cork's getting better. <laughs> uh, who do I think will win the All Ireland? 
I, I'm afraid to say, Derry. I, I, I hope it's not Derry. I obviously hope it's Tyrone. But if I was if I was picking a team right now, um, and I don't want to say this name, I, I do think it's it's hard to ignore Kerry. I think I think Dublin might have got their their last All Ireland last year, and I think Kerry with the Cliffords and particularly David still there, I think he's going to be incredibly difficult to stop. Just the type of player he is. So. Um, yeah, if you if you Cork lads can somehow manage to stop David Clifford, we, it might give a few of us Northern lads a, a chance to win it. I'd love to see my own county Tyrone do it again, but I think we're a little bit off at the minute. So I think Kerry's still still the team to beat. One question for you, Sean: What's your opinion on football last week? What is my what? Sorry. What's your opinion on football last weekend? Uh, the the club final. Yeah. Ah, it's a pretty good game. I thought I thought the last as uh, sort of a little bit slow maybe in the first half, but yeah, the last last ten or fifteen minutes I thought it was quite exciting. Um yeah, look, uh, probably had a wee bit of a soft spot for the likes of the Connor Glass and I know that Glenn team kind of they were beaten last year and stuff. So yeah, look, I kinda enjoyed watching the last twenty minutes of it. It's quite quite exciting, I thought. What a great podcast. Thanks very much to Sean for coming on to chat with us today. Stay tuned for episode four coming soon.